If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you peel the shrink wrap of the new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. It's the brand new episode called, I think it turned into a Tron. Oh, boy. (laughs) will happen right after this segment we call Broken News. But before we get to the broken news, I want to play you something. (gasps) People have started to send in new theme songs for the Geek Show. Oh, nice. This one comes from a guy who calls himself the Bland Skier. I want you to listen to this. It's time for the Geek Show. You know what that reminds me of? Did you ever listen to Wesley Willis? See, and I was going to say, it's like if Adam Sandler and Wesley Willis had a baby. Yeah. That's <laughs> Seriously. That's, I, anyway. It makes me smile. Well, thank you, Bland Skier. Uh, he's from uh, the uh, Southern California area. Uh, I can't remember. Bland skiing. I can't remember exactly where. I want to say Santa Monica, but I know that's wrong. And I'll get hate mail now. <laughs> Southern California. It's a big area. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I have uh, Southern California... News coming up in a moment, specifically Disneyland news. <gasps> but uh, the new episode will follow this broken news segment. We call it broken news because, well, we know you've probably already heard a lot of this stuff, but uh, just in case you haven't, here we go. Uh, <laughs> box office this weekend. Uh, we're recording this uh, on the 14th of uh, March, and uh, so that meant that uh, there was Battle Los Angeles, there was Rango yeah. uh, in in the theaters, and uh, here's let's see if this jives with the numbers that you have. Yeah. Um, uh, last year, Alice in Wonderland had a huge opening, seventy yeah. million. Yeah. Right. Uh, Battle Los Angeles. I didn't get a figure on how much. I got thirty six million. You got thirty six million. That sounds about right. So yeah. I guess it can be okay, happy with its opening. Yeah. Uh, Red Riding Hood didn't. Do well. What did you have for I that? Had, uh, was, the second was Rango at 23 million. Red Riding Hood came in at 14.1 million. 
Okay. And then it gets worse from there. <laughs> the, the movie that you and Jeff hated. Mars Needs Moms. Which apparently everyone is hating. <laughs> 6.8 million. That hurts. That hurts so bad. It does, because, well, I found this on the internet. It said uh, Mars Needs Moms had a $150 million budget. Oh, God. <laughs> is going to wind up being one of the biggest money losers in history, which means... Eddie Murphy can raise his head and say, you know, Pluto Nash, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> he can come out of the shadows. He can come out and go, yeah, yeah, but at least I'm not Mars Needs Moms. Yeah. He'll say. Apparently you can't replace real actors with CGI actors now. Yeah. You got a job. Boy. That's too bad. Oh, I just, I mean, like I said, the animation was beautiful, but there's <laughs> something about it that just was so, I mean, more than one thing about it, but just, my God, it was bad. <laughs> so... All right, the box office report brought to you by our uh, fine, fine sponsors, uh, PC Laptops, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, and Newmont University all have links on our website, geekshowpodcast.com. All right, here's some uh, some uh, other stuff here. I've got, boy, I have so much Marvel movie news. Maybe you should go first, because that seems to be all I have. You want to talk <laughs> video games for a little bit? Or? Sure, sure. Where right. are you going? Well, I, we've been talking about this. I think we mentioned it on this episode just that it was coming out, but I hadn't played it yet. And mm-hmm. it uh, was my favorite game that I had seen at E3, which was Homefront. And it's basically a unified Korea overtakes America in the year 2027. Yeah, we, we talked about how it, they blew up Salt Lake in it. Yeah, oh, you go to Utah in the game. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically you fight fundament, fundamentalists uh, who have been preparing for this for years. <laughs> and this is called Homefront? Homefront, yeah. Okay, I'm great. writing that down. It's, uh, action's great. You know, storyline, you know, beautiful animation. Short as hell. Really? Oh god, I beat it. I mean, like I can beat a game in like I don't know two days. Like we did Spider Man, and like I beat it. Yeah, but it was like two good nine hour sessions. The you Shattered know? Dimensions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this one, I played probably about three sessions, an hour and a half to two hours each, hmm. and then I was done. And when I beat it, the the final boss, I was kind of like, okay, that was a little hard. Like that, and I started talking to Cat because she asked me a question because I thought mm-hmm. you know the next level would come up. All of a sudden, the credits start rolling. I go. No, no. The hell? That's not the end of it. I mean, yes, it does set itself up for a sequel. You know, you're going to get Homefront 2 and 3 and 4, I'm sure. But I just, so short. Kind of disappointing on that sense. That is disappointing. Now, is it, uh, could I play it just by myself? I don't have to go online? No, yeah, you can play it. The campaign is pretty much what I played and beat. You can play online, kind of like Call of Duty and Halo and all that fun stuff. But, uh,. The campaign's where it's yeah, at. I don't like uh, 12-year-old kids calling me a faggot, so I, uh, yeah. I don't like to go online. I just call myself that when I play by myself. <laughs> oh, you're such a faggot. <laughs> the, um, let's see, uh, uh, real fast, Rango, the video game for Rango came out. There's a video game. Video game for it. Jeff and I both love the movie. Um, the game, I love it because usually movie games were kind of bad you know, you know, until Toy Story 3. Yeah. That's what changed it. That was a game changer. Exactly. Game changer, get it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Toy Story 3 video game, people thought I was crazy. Yeah. I kept telling them, you got to try this. It's a lot of fun. It was the first time where they're like, okay, we can actually make a playable children's game based on a children's movie, mm-hmm. and you'll enjoy it. I still pull it out every now and then and yeah. just, just dink around with it. Rango is not as good as Toy Story 3, but it's still in that realm of like they're trying um, really good animation, you know, and the characters from the movie are, you know, uh, play well in the game as well. Are the uh, voices the same uh, characters? Uh, or is I want to say a... so. I'd say that, and then it's like, oh no, we got somebody who sounded like Johnny Depp. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the voice cast, but um, but it was fun. Uh, the other one that's kind of come out, uh, Halo Reach, are the is a new DLC um, map pack called the Defiant Pack. Uh, 
I think it's about five or ten bucks. You can download it. Mm-hmm. But uh, two new multiplayer levels and stuff like that. Really, it's from a Bungie didn't create it this time. It's actually uh, created by certain affinity. So it's the first time I think one of the first times they've had somebody else build the maps, and then you can play it on their you know their gaming platform. Sounds but cool. Beautiful maps. So there's that one. And then just I found out this out today was uh, they're coming out with a hobo with a shotgun game. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's going to be something kind of cheesy on the internet. It's only $2.99. Oh, I was but, hoping for a whole... But it's 8-bit, I think. Like it's, it totally oh, looks really? Like, yeah, I think it looks like an old Nintendo game. So uh, if I read that, I just read this like an hour ago. So I was like, freaking out and I wrote it down real fast. So watch it be a rumor and it's all fake. But Oh, but, that would break my heart. No, I think it's real though. <laughs> so I hope so. I, that movie was so good. I can't wait to see it again. Is it on? Uh, is it coming out DVD anytime soon? No, it's going to come out in theaters. Oh, oh okay. It, it got picked up. It was at Sundance. Only movie I've ever seen twice at Sundance because I went, went again for the ride. Um, but it got picked up before Sundance had even started. Cool. And so uh, I want to say it's March or April soon though. that it comes out. Yeah, coming I, soon. Yeah, probably a limited release, but uh, it'll get picked. You know, it'll get wider release, and then sure enough, it'll come on Blu-ray. Cool. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's it for video games. I've got a. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of uh, uh, downloading uh, things, this is uh, this is really cool. I went online and I, and you can go online and you can see a trailer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is downloadable. You can download it on your iTunes, your Xbox Live, your PlayStation Network, and that'll be on uh, March twenty eighth. This will be available. Nice. It's called Thor and Loki. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, Thor, Loki, Blood Brothers is what it's called. And it's an animated show. Oh, okay. And it's based on this uh, four-part uh, miniseries called Loki. It's available in comic book stores okay, okay. And on, online. And what it is, uh, the plot is, is what if uh, Loki ruled Asgard? Uh-huh. So, you know, Thor is a slave and all that stuff. <laughs> but the, here's the thing, is that it's not your traditional Marvel animation. It's... Back to video games. It reminds me of some of that really good animation oh, okay. sequences, you know, like your Red Dead Redemptions and your Halos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The really good ones, you know. Um, and, and it's done like that. And it looked great. Nice. I, I didn't hear any of the voice acting because it was all just action shots. But uh, this looked pretty cool. And uh, this is Marvel Knights animation. Okay. Which I think might be a different kind of situation from all the other Marvel animation. Because we know DC's been ruling the animated yeah, movie yeah. Uh, universe. But this looked really interesting. So they're going to start putting up a fight? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. It, it's a four-parter available for download on iTunes, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network starting on the 28th of are, March. Are they charging for the download? Or? I do not know. Yeah. But you can go online and see a, a trailer for it. Uh, might be worth it to uh, to download uh, and pay. Yeah, it looked pretty good to me. It'd be a couple bucks anyway. Uh, let's <laughs> see. And uh, mm, oh, mm. you usually give me the DVD stuff. I've got a few of them, but well, all right, I'll save this one then. Okay, I'll save this one. <laughs> uh, more Marvel uh, news. Um, again, if you're listening to something called GeekShowPodcast.com, you're going to get spoilers. <laughs> Do not bitch about the spoilers. You warn them. I, you know, I'm just telling you, if you listen to this show, you're going to get spoilers. But like we always say here on the show, we're still able to go to movies and still enjoy them, even though we know where it's going to go. All right? You're there for the ride. When Captain slaps uh, Tony Stark with a shield, I'm still going to be quite happy about it. <laughs> All right. Um, so here, here are some things that, uh, that I have found on, uh, in the big computer-verse about a couple of Marvel uh, projects that are on the way. First of all, uh, Iron Man 3. Uh, we were talking about uh, Shane Black, 
who is going to be in charge of this one. He's directing. I certainly hope he's helping to write. He is helping writing. Oh, good, good, yeah, good. They've said that. And uh, here's here's what he said. He was at the Omaha Film Festival. Um, he reportedly confirmed that he is, yeah, here it is. He is writing the script. Mm-hmm. And that the movie will do away with the uh, two men in metal suits fighting each other thing. He uh, likened this third movie to a Tom Clancy-type thing. He said, think Patriot Games are clear and present danger. He says, Iron Man will take on the real world, or at least more realistic, villains this time around. He stated that there will be also no other superheroes in the movie. The the crossover (laughs) elements are done, he said. Which actually did. It, I, that's how I felt. I went, you know, I know people bitch about that. but Yeah. Well, you, that's... You know, you can do it, but not overdo it. Exactly. You know, it's it's possible. Vice, yeah, Vice and I got into it, and right when I heard that, I was like, that's bullshit. And I was like, I want the two men and, you know, machines fighting each other and all that. But he's like, no, no, they can go with this way. I mean, Vice is the, you know, comic book guy, and he knows it. And, yeah. And um, said that there there's a series, I, I want to say it's in the, was it Invincible Iron Man series that apparently can follow the Tom Clancy kind of... Uh, situation. I haven't read it, but yeah, it's it's uh, the current uh, Iron Man title. I think. I think that's what he was saying. That he's like, and then Brian jumped in and said that, yeah, this could be really badass. I said, okay, fine, then you know. <laughs> well, we'll. See. I just want somebody fighting in a machine suit. <laughs> <laughs> there, there will be, sir. I hope so. Uh, also, uh, one of my spies uh, that, uh, and I, I, I wish this guy just said, please do not even hint as to where you get this information. <laughs> I have a guy I talked to, who uh, he is legit. I checked him out. He's a computer animation guy, works in movies, has a friend who is currently working on it. Well, he did work on, he built the Destroyer for Thor. Oh, okay. And he's currently working on the Avengers. And he said that he is currently working on the big hall of Iron Man suits. Oh, God. (laughs) And that uh, one of the Iron Man suits is in a fight and that it's all beat up. Ooh. That's all he would say. I tried to press him, and he says, dude, I'm telling you, they're really weird about this, so I can't tell you anything oh, they, else. They probably have people watching them 24-7. Exactly. <laughs> so he said, and that's pretty much all he told me, yeah. so we have to go with that. So oh, I'm, I am jazzed. I am totally jazzed. All right, more uh, Marvel movie news. Uh, we've heard about uh, the Luke Cage project being in development. Um uh, there's uh, apparently a Doctor Strange, which is, you know, they're still throwing back and forth. Yeah. Although I'm currently reading, if you go to the comic book store and pick up this thing, it's just called Strange. And it's a mini-series about the origin of Doctor Strange, but like rebooted. Oh, okay. I read issue one, and I went, there's how you do your Doctor Strange movie without laughing at it. You know, <laughs> they're, they're seriously... Anyway, go take a look at that. It's on Marvel.com in the digital comics. But here's uh, the next one um, that they're in development now. The Inhumans. Do you, I'm, I don't imagine you... I don't know that. Yeah, you're I don't not know that too one. familiar with that? No. Uh, it says here, a bunch of alien sleeper agents sent to Earth as the advanced guard of an invasion, but then decide to side with humanity is the next project. Now, the Inhumans, uh, and again, you can uh, go to marvel.com and take a look at these. Um, it's, a, it's a group of... Uh, they're, they're sort of mutants. They're sort of aliens. They all have each special powers. Uh, there's uh, one called Medusa who has hair that, you know, she can, like Mr. Yeah. Fantastic, you know. There's uh, one guy named Karnak who can find a weakness in anything. 
just by touching it so he can figure out how to get through a wall or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> There's he, no stud right here. There, yeah, exactly. And and he can just, you know, he can tap it or tell you how to get through it. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and then there's uh, uh, the king of the Inhumans, the leader, Black Bolt. Uh-huh. He cannot speak, for if he does, he, he, he destroys things. It's like his voice is so loud <laughs> that he cannot speak. He can destroy buildings if he just goes, hello. <laughs> so he does can't he, speak. Does he do sign language, or how does he carry a notepad? Well, that's the thing: is that Medusa is also telepathic, and so she's. Uh, that's how they get. Uh, that's okay. how they get along so well. That's how they get past that. So anyway, well, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be interesting. All right. Oh, now, that's good. now. Well, wait. Before we get to the report from Agent Z out in the field, this uh, this sounded pretty cool because you know you got your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. And this is a great little time waster for you. It's uh, Sony Pictures uh, unveiled an Apple app that will give you a clip. From one of the studio's movies every day. Uh, yeah, I heard about this. I think it's kind of funny. Old movies, new movies, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Spider-Man, Strange Love, Ghostbusters called My Daily Clip. So there's a, a little time waster for you. Sweet. And let's see. Okay, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Trent Reznor said that he is not scoring or acting in the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter no. movie. So it's Damn just it. A, it's just a rumor. All right. Now, out in the field, good listener to this uh, podcast. We just call him Agent Z. I like it. And uh, he has notes from what he calls Dismayland. Uh-oh. Dismayland. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he works in and around the park. I don't want to identify him because I want to continue to get <laughs> information from him. He, I mean, we don't want him to lose his job. Uh, the uh, talk about the new uh, Star Tours ride, you know, because they tore it down and then they said they're going to put three new yeah. movies in it. It's going to be the same kind of stuff, but it'll be changed. And I still liked your idea about Alderaan blowing up. I would love that. That would be really badass. I still think about that when I hear about that ride. Uh, so here, here, here's uh, some of the stuff that we have found out about. The first one, I just, I just don't know. I'm torn. Okay. So the pilot... Of the Star Tours ride. Have you been on it? Oh, yeah, many times. And it's uh, it's the Pee Wee Herman robot. We, I forgot his name. We talked about it when I decided not to wear my seatbelt mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I, I can't remember the, uh, the the robot's name. Oh, Paul Rubens is... Yeah, but it's, like, like, yeah, it's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Paul Rubens. Uh, he is not going to be the pilot. Oh, come on. I know he's a weird guy, but come on. <laughs> he is not going to be the pilot. Now, some of you know... My two favorite characters in the Star Wars franchise. I don't think I know this one. Number one, R2-D2. Oh, of course. Love him. <laughs> my favorite character. And then I get made fun of for my second favorite character. Really? C-3PO. Th- those are your two favorites? R2 and 3PO are my favorite characters. How funny. In the Star Wars <laughs> franchises. Well, C-3PO's not a pilot, neither is R2. 3PO is a pilot. Oh, Shit. He is going to be the new pilot he went to for the pilot Star school. Tours. I, exactly. I, you know, I love the character, but you know, he can be irritating. Oh, I, I, yeah. So I look at it this way: at least he didn't. At least Lucas didn't pick Jar Jar to be your pilot. Oh God. You know, so there's that. But three PO, they should do a different pilot for each ride. That's a great idea. I think they should do that. That'd be cool. But, but apparently, three PO is going to be the pilot for all three. Rides. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Like I said, I love 3PO, but he can get irritated. They should got the co-pilot that's with Lando in Jedi. What's his name? Oh, uh, <laughs> with Land- the little cap on. call him the Pancake Kid? I, you know, <laughs> Neum Num or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they should have gotten him. <laughs> He'll be at the, uh, the Tokyo Disneyland. 
the Chinese uh, the Chinese one because they're breaking ground on the uh, new Chinese uh, Disneyland. I also have that information here. Oh man. Okay, so there's that. Um, they're making a lot of changes at uh, California Adventure and Disneyland uh, as part of the changes that are being made. They are building a replica of the theater where Snow White had its premiere. Okay. Now we're talking L.A., Hollywood in the 1930s. Yeah, so the, the entrance of California Adventure is going to change. As you walked into California Adventure, there was that big sun and waterfall thing. I haven't been there yet. Gone. That is gone. Well, you won't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't know what you're missing. <laughs> you, know, you won't know what you're missing. Uh, that is where they're going to put this theater. Now, that sounds pretty cool, but Agent Z says that uh, here's uh, uh, some good news and bad news with it. It's going to be a coffee bar downstairs a theater in the middle, and then on top, another private club, like Club 33. Oh. So, like another thing yeah. that you can't get into. You that's, know? So that well, that's one of the things off. I've wondered, because even when I went to Orlando, like they have these like movie theaters and stuff. Do anybody, does anybody go to Disney World or Disneyland to go see a movie? Or is that just for like the <laughs> residents nearby? I just can't imagine like... That's for when Grandma and Grandpa come with you. Yeah, apparently. Put them so in, they can sit them and in go, there. Hello, Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Don't kill me with your lasers. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's what that stuff's for. But uh, anyway. Uh, also, uh, uh, the Electronica arcade tokens have changed color. So if you're collecting them... I need new ones. So if you're collecting them, you're a loser. <laughs> I, Damn it. I'm getting you some. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. He's. Uh, let me see. I want to see if I got some other stuff here. People um, are bootlegging them in their basement. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting together a two-month event to hype the new Pirates movie. Uh, oh, of course. Details are still fuzzy. Uh, okay, yeah. Groundbreaking for a new park in Shanghai. Uh, so that'll be uh, happening. And the Little Mermaid ride is opening in May. It will be in California Adventure. He says they tore down the Whoopi Goldberg movie theater that no one went to. <laughs> was it really a Whoopi Goldberg theater? It was. It was. It's been several things. It, oh, really? it was a movie theater, and Whoopi Goldberg narrated this, you know, travel oh, fantastic, you know, history thing. I I didn't even go. Yeah. You know, and you know how often I'm there, and, yeah, and yeah. I didn't even bother. Sorry, Whoopi. So they're building the mermaid right there. Uh, if you uh, go to the uh, Little Mermaid DVD they released five years ago, there's an animatic of what the ride would have been if they built it originally. Hmm. Uh, the ride is similar with some changes cool. to the animatic. All right, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, here's a couple of things. Because uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro is talking about uh, making the Haunted Mansion movie. Oh, yeah. Because he's a Haunted Mansion nerd. Yep. Uh, he said that he found out, because Guillermo del Toro mentioned the Hatbox Ghost. Now, I didn't know what it was talking about. Yeah. Uh, the original blueprints for the Haunted Mansion in California has a figure called the Hatbox Ghost. And it is in the California version. Yeah. Lo located in the attic scene on the right-hand side. Now, I've not looked. Uh, apparently, the effect didn't work very well. It was per pulled after a few years. Uh, the effect was created by Yale Gracie was a figure of a man holding a hat box. His head would disappear from his body and then appear in the hat box. Cool. Some of the pictures of the ghosts in the hallway of the doors are of the hat box ghost. Uh, the only remains of him in the California version for the ride are the pictures. So hmm. look for that. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, this is a, a sneaky little thing here that, that they found out about. Y you know the submarine ride? Uh, the, what, the 20,000 Leagues? Well, it's it, it was just the submarine adventure, submarine voyage, and now yeah. it's the Finding Nemo ride. Yeah, I haven't been on it since it's a Nemo, but I went back in the day. But when you when you got in there, you thought to yourself, 
Well, this is what I did anyway. <laughs> you know, it's not wheelchair accessible. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't you have to climb down a ladder? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. And I'm like, is that a problem? Do people get pissed? Here's what I found out. Oh. This is sneaky. <laughs> Disney found out that on the Nemo subs, that if they put in a movie that emulated the experience for persons in wheelchairs, the ride doesn't have to be wheelchair accessible. Oh, that's a good lawyer right there. That's a very good lawyer. So <laughs> if you're in a wheelchair, they, 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 they scoot you off to a little movie theater. Oh. And you can see. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fun. Oh, I love it. But that's a, I need to get that lawyer's number just in case problems in the future. Amen. Uh, let's see. So anyway, there's my uh, report from Agent Z <laughs> out in the field. And uh, let's see. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, okay. DVDs? What, I had a question real fast before we get it. Yes. I was thinking about when you did uh, Marvel News. And I'm not sure if we talked about it, but if we did, stop me. Okay. Uh, have we mentioned the X-Men First Class posters? Well, not really, but go ahead. They are absolutely terrible. I have, we posted them on the Facebook page and people started making uh, fake ones. So for love of God, please keep them coming because I laugh every time. It's basically a, a black, solid black silhouette of the older version of the characters they're playing. So you got Magneto and Professor X. Mm -hmm. And then just like a little like glamour shot, soft lens phase of the actors like James McAvoy and um, is it Michael Fassbender's face. Just, just popped on there. Just not even trying and my only thing that I could think of was, I hope it was somebody's last day at work at Fox, and they're like, hey, we need those posters. He's like, fuck it, here's your posters. <laughs> it seems like uh, what happens is, is these things leak out, and then Michael Fassbender flips out and has them pulled, you yeah. know, like, like the photos. Yeah. Uh, but here's the one I want, is some sort of shadow with Shannon's face in it, and I want it to say, before he was a teacher, he was a wild card. <laughs> That's what I want. Oh, people have been posting. They're good. So, All yeah, right. the fake ones are fun. So here's the DVD stuff. I know you usually have a really good report on it, but I've got some Tron and uh, Incredibles. You got me beat. Uh, stuff. On April 12th, four-disc set Blu-ray Incredibles, oh. uh, which is... Uh, uh, Jeff's favorite superhero movie of all time. That's a great movie. It really is. And uh, it's got it's got a bunch of new bonus features, including a roundtable discussion with a slew of the filmmakers, including Brad Bird, and a spotlight on Pixar artists, and a look at the making of the end credits. I find those really interesting. Kind of a yeah. douchebag that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Tron uh, Legacy... Uh, this is now it's it's uh, it's out. Let's see, uh, upcoming Tron Legacy Blu-ray scheduled for April fifth. Nice, but here's some of the extras that you're going to see. And I know you a Tron nerd, so here we go. I'm shaking already. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, for example, what's the shareholder structure of Encom if CEO Kevin Flynn disappears? Tron the next day has the answer. Tron the next day bridges the gap between Tron and Tron Legacy. It says here, part techie documentary, part hacker confessional. It offers a glimpse of the chaos within the company that Kevin Flynn and Alan Bradley helped build. Mm -hmm. You also get a look back at the Flynn Lives movement that kept his name alive. So it's like, uh, you know, if you're wondering how it affected the business of, <laughs> of the video game company that he made, then there's your Tron the next day. Oh, we Tron nerds will <clears throat> love it. Oh, yeah, I know you will. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what DVDs you got for us? Here? Um, we I think we mentioned a few, uh, but the two big ones that uh, I'll mention is uh, Sharktopus, Sharktopus, which is on Blu-ray now. Yes. Um, and just to tie in with that, uh, my wife Cat is going to have her uh, solo art show. It's Geeks and Ghouls, and she has a Sharktopus painting, which is amazing. 
Um, and she's we're gonna be uh, screening it at this at the show. So if you want to come by, swing by. It's uh, Sunday, March twentieth at Ulysses Salon, six twenty nine South State Street in Salt Lake. Uh, but the other one that I think I'd forgotten to mention on the episode was Batman: The Brave and the Bold, season one, part two. Oh yeah, that's out. that's that's been a fun little. Uh, I like it uh, for not just for kids. No, uh, grownups have been liking that too. Even the first Batman animated series, that was probably the, one of the first ones. That and X Men were like, this isn't just for kids anymore. Exactly, like, and that's what I liked about it. So I think those are two cool ones to go check out next uh, to what tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. All right, and uh, before I go, quick recommendation. I've read this three times now. Uh, Which one? Thank you to Jason Aaron for Ultimate Captain America. Oh. This uh, I'm I'm going to let you read this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, issue has just been just awesome. It's the, it's the uh, the Vietnam era Captain America <laughs> has decided to school World War II Captain America about this supposedly great country that he defends. <laughs> oh, because well, let's face it, Vietnam Captain America might have a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah, just a little tad bit. And uh, it's just it's just been so good. Uh, I. I just there's this great series of of uh, panels in here where Vietnam Cap comes in and says, uh, 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 "I'm going to kill you. I'm going to put a bullet in your head. I've taught you everything that I can do. Goodbye, Captain America. It's been a pleasure." <laughs> and he says, "Go to hell." And then there's voice balloons, and you can't quite read what it is. Oh. It's just you know, it's like little yeah. And he says, "Are you?" Praying? Oh. In five minutes when I come back in here and you're still kneeling there, babbling like an idiot, I'm going to walk over and put a bullet in your brain. And then you'll die knowing everything you ever believed was a lie. (laughs) It's so good. It's just so good. I just can't get enough of Jason Aaron's Ultimate Captain America. (laughs) Dr. Voltz has has, uh, back issues uh, if you want to pick those up. Anyway, uh, there we go. That's broken news. And now we go to the uh, new episode recorded live at Brewbies. Uh, Should we mention the uh, the mediocre show, uh, geek show matchup? That's that'll be Saturday. Uh, follow us on Facebook yeah. and on our website for all the information. And uh, yeah, we'll have all that there. So uh, join us uh, on Saturday at Brewbies for more shows. Right now, the uh, new episode turned into a Tron. That's what it's called. I don't know why. Please. <laughs> yeah, probably with me. It makes sense somewhere along the way. Please to enjoy. Good news, everyone! We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Hey, welcome to the uh, basement here at the uh, geekshowpodcast.com headquarters, my house. 
Uh, listen, uh, sitting here uh, doing some work in my home studio on my PC laptop. Yes, Dan the Laptop Man has helped me out with this. This podcast is recorded on a PC laptop, and I'm able to work at home now because of Dan the Laptop Man. Go see him. Take in your whatever you have, and uh, they won't laugh, I promise, <laughs> but they will scan it for viruses and spyware and give you a free systems evaluation. Dan and uh, his guys, they're Microsoft Gold certified partners, been around for 15 years. Oh, and he's hiring, by the way, if you think you know your uh, stuff. Uh, go to PCLaptops.com and you can see all that. Also, take a look at the Decimator desktop, the most powerful and, uh, might I say, dangerous uh, desktop ever made. I think it's the most powerful that Dan has made. He says, uh, lifetime service and parts warranty on uh, desktops. Nobody does that. So go and see Dan the Laptop Man. When you walk in, don't be afraid. Everybody shouts, ho! And that at that point, I want you to look them right in the eye and say, Geek Show says hey! They may look back at you with a quizzical look, but just ignore that. Uh, let the trek bashing begin. Who would have ever thought that Shannon would be the grounded one? My boys actually swim a little bit too good. Oh. We've learned about grammar and plagiarism. I'm today. not a blueberry. Killed, paralyzed, it's all the and same. It's Biting leads to sex. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on me. Do you have gills? Do you know anybody with gills? Kevin Costner. You contrarian son Kevin of a bitch. Kevin. We're back to this? We're back to this. Geekshowpodcast.com and geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to it. We are at Brewbies. Woot! Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're not going to be back in the basement for another uh, four weeks. Three, four wow. weeks. Sorry. I know, you'll, I know you guys like the basement. Winter's thaw will hit by then, right? So yeah, you'll be nice and warm. <laughs> okay. Winter's I miss thaw. My <laughs> we're going to be well into spring by the time we're back in the basement. <laughs> I miss my pointy nipples. Which means Carrie's basement won't be freezing <laughs> us to death. <laughs> Maybe by then Winter's Bone will kick in. The meat locker. All right. Uh, let me uh, thank the sponsors, and then we'll get, uh, we'll get moving on this. Uh, let's see. Geekshowpodcast.com. want to welcome uh, and thank you to PC Laptops. Dan can fix any brand of PC. Oh. And, uh, you know, if you get a desktop from him, it's lifetime parts and labor warranty, and nobody else does that. So uh, go see him at PCLaptops.com. Go and see uh, uh, Jeremiah and Dave up at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Uh, they've just remodeled, and uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty cool. It's nice to have a friendly comic book store for a change. Uh, SecretCompassCollectibles.com uh, is also a sponsor for, uh, for your more high-end stuff. That's, uh, what do they have there? Secrets. The, Secret. the Chalice of Kali. <laughs> what don't they have? It's, a, it's an actual-sized prop replica, and I'm going to... <laughs> Stick your face right Whoa, up next fun. to it and pour, <laughs> pour stuff in the top and make you drink out of it. Okay. All right. I'm saving what up for I Ron. Got to lose? I'm saving up for Ron Perlman. At which point I will go. Off there. Kalima. Uh, I want to also thank uh, the uh, North America Discworld Con uh, in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, July 8th through the 11th. Sir Terry Pratchett going to be there. I hope I'm there too. It's uh, you will be. NADWCon.org is where you go. Also want to thank Newmont University. Go to NEUMont.edu, Newmont University, because there are so many jobs in the computer field. Uh, digital sciences every year. Your options Don't I know it. are limitless. Huh? All right. They were kind enough to host us. Uh, yes, and they, they we may be out there again sometime soon. Uh, and uh, Comcast uh, Channel One. Utah On Demand. Up, Comcast. SLC Alternative is where you can see our 
beautiful faces. But not here, most of it. The yeah. new people to blame for all things NBC. And <laughs> <laughs> so uh, follow us on Twitter and our Facebook and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, thank you. And, uh, oh, yes, the Beam Me Up Scott T's playing Friday night, March 18th. They did our theme song. Uh, they're playing with... Uh, Sparks Fire, Uncommon Grounds in Ogden. Hmm. All right, there you go. Do we want to reintroduce the cast? We need to reintroduce the panel. Down at that end, here he is, Scott Pierce. I'm tired. Oh, honey. Oh, come on, buddy. (laughs) That's his catchphrase. He startles awake. (laughs) I'm tired. I'm tired. Uh, You can read his stuff on the Salt Lake Tribune uh, website, sltrib.com. He is the TV cricket. And uh, also, uh, uh, he's been known to write a few sports things. Write a few sports things, yes. (laughs) Preserving my job. Sports. Sports. Jimmy Martin. <laughs> Slugmag.com online. Hello. Or, or, you know, you can find the magazine here and there throughout the Salt Lake area. It's Nevada, Utah, Arizona. Sit down there. Mm-hmm. Bus stops. Huh? Did yeah. not know that. Yeah. What is the Slugmag? Slug. Slug. Oh, slug. That's a different You can thing. find that over there at Dr. John's. Slugmag. <laughs> yeah. You're looking for. And, of course, his uh, partner on the big movie Mouth Off. Lover. Jimmy. Je- Jeff Weiss. Jeff Weiss. Par- Parallelluniverse.msn.com. He will be covering Comic-Con for them. He's my Whee! hero. Very cool. He'll have a hotel room and I'll be on the streets. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. I'll let you sleep on the floor. Oh, sweet. Is MSN paying for, <laughs> In the, the, bathtub. for the hotel room? I don't know. That That is to be worked out. Yep. Will, will we it just be like a yes, penthouse suite? I just got, I just got <laughs> told I was going to be covering... Comic-Con by MSN, so All right. the details have yet to be worked out. But uh, look for it. And uh, also, of course, uh, Lee George Cade, Grimley's What's the <laughs> website? Spell it. What's Please? that? Spell the website. Uh, G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S dot com. I figure if I listen to this podcast enough, I'll learn how to spell it on my That's, own. Um, I'm hoping the same thing <laughs> will happen for me. So. <laughs> we can make anything. Anything you want. Uh, also, uh, participant. Actually, you know, without him, we could not be doing this. That's true. I'm the hand that makes this go. <laughs> <laughs> you are a personal packlet. That's what she he, said. He is, he, is ground, he is the ground. I'm the thing that keeps the show grounded. He I was just going to say, grounded. who would have ever thought that Shannon would be the grounded one? He is keeping us grounded today. Yep. Because the thing I, is, when I finally die, just fucking flop my hand on there. It's, so it's actually the... <laughs> we'll just it's take, the just yeah. cut my hand off. Yeah. It, it's the electric current from our overburdened box that's keeping Shannon alive. I have <laughs> our boxes are overburdened. I actually have to do a living will. Yes. So, uh, okay. I'll, I'll, if you want the arm. That I, sounds like a horror movie. You're just going to have to keep it moist. Is there something else that we could use instead of the arm to, uh, to weigh the box? Yeah, and Maybe my ham? ass? Oh. I don't know if I want your ass. What? Uh, my head. Ham. Am his okay. head, your head? That we would be great. Just buy a boa constrictor. You have to keep it juicy. We'll keep your head right there. <laughs> all okay. I, okay. Like all I want down, would you? Yeah. Oh, all man. I want is your respect, Shannon. That won't ground the box. I've only got a few <laughs> years left, bud. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, we've got that kind of time. Also, uh, <laughs> Too Tall Tony, the uh, producer and designated driver of the uh, Geek Show, and uh, we will uh, work on corrupting Tony eventually. Here we are. I, he's he's a good he's a good her. he has the demon fear he's a good kid. Mm. You know what I wish? I wish there was a, a good alternative radio station that had a, a live morning show that I could listen to every morning. I, you know, six to ten hmm. Monday would be, through Friday. That would be nice. Intri- yeah, intriguing. Oh, I know one. Huh? Where? It's called X ninety six. Oh yeah. Oh, they have a show called Radio from Hell. And I hear they have a really virile host. Oh, oh. Even after surviving a particularly nasty form of cancer, he's yeah. still there. 
Mr. Kerry Jackson. Day. My boys actually swim a little bit too good. Did I tell you? I just recently went in for some tests. No. Yeah. Really? And they took my testosterone and a sperm count. Mm-hmm. And Even I'm, as half a man, you're potent as 10 men? I am. <laughs> good job, bud. <laughs> They're like, you know, because we're, we're reexamining Sue's birth control, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I was like, well, let's, let's see. Maybe you're not so potent anymore and it won't be such a problem. No. With one, with one testicle, I could get Tony pregnant right now. Let's do it. Well, Tony <laughs> does have uh, I don't know how I feel about this. Tony, Tony, yeah, Tony shut up. Tony, Tony does have ovaries. Stop so crying. It's time to learn. <laughs> Dang it. Tony, anyway. I think, is in his prime childbearing years. He is. Look at those, those hips. hips. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah, Tony, let's see the hips. Good child. You want me to stand up? No, see my hips? I don't yeah. think so. He'll, he'll break something if he does. <laughs> uh, so it's, uh, yeah. They're that big. X96.com. Listen and get pregnant. Um. <laughs> 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 You got it's done filled up with a baby. Sounds like something right. from the painful circle. I will get you pregnant. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I've got. Uh, let's make this episode story time, shall Ooh, we? Okay. I've got a whole bunch of stuff here about. Uh, oh, it's our stories. It's stories. It's not rapey time story, oh. but it's story time. not yet because the new Punisher issue is still going to take a while. And uh, I've got a whole bunch of things. Let's start with a list. People love lists. They do. And uh, this is a list I found on uh, Topless Robot. Of the 20 TV superheroes who are worse than the cape. Okay. Okay. Can you think of something? sounds like a Jeff Feist story from Parallel. Yes, it does, and I wrote it better. You did? Oh, God, it is. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, let's compare your list. Let's compare your list with theirs. 20 superheroes who are worse than the cape. Live action or cartoon or both? to, To which I would say this. I've watched... Six or seven episodes of the Cape, and this person is fucking retarded because there are yeah. no superheroes worse than the Cape. <laughs> none, none. I and think I, he's right. I'm completely serious in that regard. There are animated, not That's, even Mantis. And that is where you were Mantis. Did I you would have say any Mantis animated? Yes, you did. Have I had animated. I had Captain Planet. I was on say Captain Planet. Okay. Oh, That's right. About, I remember. And you guys might you're, you're a few of you are a few years older than me. Do you remember a live action Saturday morning show with this dude that went into a telephone booth and turned into a bowling ball that was on the early 70s are you sure it was like oh, you are so making that up i'm dead serious you i'm you, dead serious uh, my, me I don't, and my Hyundai on, genesis think it was on crap. it was on after the isis and shazam power hour in the early 70s right. and it was I a dude Tony who turned into up. a bowling ball i don't remember it well you weren't born yet oh. it, dingleberry it, it was called the blueberry <laughs> it is not the blueberry <laughs> i'm gonna search for it right it now. i've it seen that show it was a blueberry check it on uh, the web and we'll see ah. uh let's see okay here's here's this guy's list and we'll compare it to, i i liked jeff's list a lot but uh number 20 manimal <laughs> yeah played by so- simon mccorkendale courtney cox was in it does anybody remember yep. i do yeah. what is yeah. it it was a guy what could turn into an animal. Yeah. It, no, well, it says manimal could turn into any animal. The problem was, is because of the budgets, he generally preferred uh, a bird yeah. and a cat. And it was usually a panther or an uh, eagle. Yeah. And eagle. He, he, he went on to, to star in Falcon Crest. He, uh, he did the Falcon to help solve crimes. So there's manimal. <laughs> to, to which, let me just say, not worse than the cape, you fucking retard. No, I, I agree. agree. I agree. Worse than the cape. Uh, is, is Man from Atlantis on this list? Well, we'll see. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. Not good. Yeah, not very good. S- speaking of Saturday mornings. Still better. Who played, uh, wasn't it, uh, what's her face? De- from Deidre Hall from Days of Our Days Lives. Days of Our Lives, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, who's the girl, she, though? She, she was, was Electra Woman. She, Dinah Girl was pretty hot, though. Yeah, she was. As I recall. Yes. It was uh, Tracy Lord's. At, at <laughs> Probably. And let me just say this again, since we're mentioning how hot they were. Also better than the cape, you fucking retard. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Thor from The Incredible uh, Hulk Returns. Uh, <laughs> Thor need more grog. This is before Pierce was a TV critic, I think. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, in 1988. I'm not 100. I'm only <laughs> you 93. Were, you were just writing sports back Actually, then. Actually, weirdly enough, that was a grand total of two years before I became the <laughs> television critic. Yeah, it was so bad because he was, was like... Him and Donald Blake were a totally different guy, and yeah, yep. Like Thor had to do whatever he said, or something. It was like the genie from Aladdin, but and, Nordic. It and says. he was <laughs> somehow wearing furry Uggs on his shoulders. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. but he looked like Thor from the comics, so still better than the cape, you fucking retard. All right. Uh, my secret identity, <laughs> Andrew Clement, Jerry O'Connell was in this. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh yes, that was awful, but better than uh, the cape. What now? What this one? I don't remember my secret identity. It was uh, syndicated. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just gonna skip it. Oh, I don't, Wait, no, Auto Man? Auto Man? You Auto don't Man. remember Auto Man? Number sixteen. Yeah. I Auto totally Man. remember Auto Man. I don't. It came out after uh, after Tron. After Tron, and Auto Man. He would turn into a car, right? No, no, no. He was like a, a dude that was created with a computer program. And he looked like a Tron dude. Oh, except it had, like, the fake head on it. It says here, uh, it, it said uh, he could create a living hologram with a human head that fought crime. Right, but he looked like a Tron, and he had a little uh, cursor that went around with him and could make a car. And Desi Arnaz Jr. Went, fuck, 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 Desi Arnaz, Arnaz Jr. was in it, wasn't he? <laughs> was yeah. he Auto Man? I believe no, he, he was. was. No, he was the wacky sidekick. Um that had to ride around the car that could turn like a Tron to, to which I have to say, since Carrie never was aware of its existence or has forgotten, still better than the cape, you fucking retard. I, I trust you. This is the episode we heard the words, he turned into a Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini Man. Huh? <laughs> that sounds vaguely familiar. I don't. 1976 series, two episodes. Played huh. twins? Uh, it says here you can see it as Riding with Death is the movie, the two series that they put together. All right. Uh, an easygoing secret agent who could turn invisible after a driving accident. Oh, sure. Wow. Like happens. Still sounds better than the kid. Yeah, well, ex- exactly because. Why? It was made Mystery, in the si- Mystery Science Theater 3000 got to make fun of it. Therefore, better than the cape. Okay. You fucking retard. Yep. I, c- I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't forget Here's that. Okay. And, th- and this was on my list. The 70s Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He wore varnays. I loved it. Really? I was seven. I, I did, too. I mean, I watched it. <laughs> Dude, oh, come on. I was seven. I, How could I not love yeah, it? Yeah, I, I did, too, when okay. I was a kid. I've gone back and watched it. You, okay. No, it's Confession. not good in hindsight. Confession time. Uh-huh. I can remember his climbing music. <laughs> because I made the climbing music when I pretended to be Spider-Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would I would crawl down the hallway of my elementary school pretending to be Spider-Man because after and watching that show, I knew it could be done. But would you make the climbing music sound? Yes, the entire time. Do you what's remember it? So no, I don't. better than the cape. It was a wah-wah guitar. And let me just say this. The 70s Spider-Man was clearly outweighed by the way better Spider-Man skits from the electric company. It was also the only superhero show I know of that every episode managed to find a reason for a guy to walk a tightrope. Because yep. he would do his web and then he'd walk across it real yeah. cautiously. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> Although Jungle Judy was pretty hot. Sorry. I remember Electric Company far too well. I'm sorry. <laughs> Misfits of Science. I remember. I loved that show when I was a kid. Courtney Cox. Oh, wait. Yep. That's the one Courtney Cox was in. She was not yeah. an animal. Oh, I was uh, wrong. It didn't last very many And Max episodes, Wright from it. ALF. I d- I remember the guy singing Johnny Be Good to I get amped up. I don't yeah. remember 
superpowered teens. It, it was very. It sounds, didn't last long. It sounds awful. Yes, there, there <laughs> was, was a, there was a guy called Johnny Be Good, and he would sing that song and get it all powerful. Yeah, to get like electricity. electricity. Yeah, it was it, it was canceled early into its run, which is why it's better than the cake. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Okay. There was a guy what was frozen in it. That's actually the first show I remember watching, wishing there had been a second or third episode. I never saw yeah, another too. episode after the pilot. The Powers of Matthew Starr. Oh, that was a Saturday I remember that. morning show, Two R's, right? Yeah. Yep. Starr, 1982. <laughs> um, At the same time as Mr. And, <laughs> and again, this is another one that I don't remember. He may have had telepathy and telekinesis, but we don't know. <laughs> All right. Black Scorpion. Huh? <laughs> what? Sounds a little racist. Yeah. It says uh, it was Darkwing Duck for adults. Based oh, on, good. Based on two <laughs> Roger Corman straight-to-cable Batman knockoff films. Sexy vigilante Black Scorpion. Mm, battled God, a, that sounds familiar. Battled a host of colorful villains played by Frank Gorshin, Adam West, and a bunch of ex-playmates. Why didn't I see this? Yes. What year? I'm sure we can YouTube it when we 2001. On sci-fi. That's why. Wow. Okay, Black Scorpion. Oh, Generation X, dude. Number 10 is Generation X. Terrible. Terrible uh, show. Matt Frewer is not a good villain unless yes. he's lighting shit but on fire. But you know what? Still better than the cape. You. Fucking return. Fucking return. This is why getting him on as Mandalabra has been so hard. All right. Captain Planet. Yeah. Yeah. Also on my list. You unreasonable. How lame is the kid who has the power of spirit? Heart. <laughs> oh, Heart. He got the he got the rod. Yeah, he's just like Heart. I have the power of fire. Look at Earth. this. I didn't know this. The cast list is like mm-hmm. big names. It's like Sting and Meg Ryan and James Curry. Yeah, was all about the planet, planet bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you remember why the show got made? No. Is Ted Who? Turner wanted to have an environmental message? Exactly. Yes. That's why it got made. Now here's I, uh, I remember getting a letter from someone who complained because it was anti-Mormon because it also talked about population control. That made it anti-Mormon? Yes, because, you know, Mormons want to have 83,000 children. Oh, that's back when uh, you wrote for a yeah. terrible news. For the Voldemort news. Okay. Blue Falcon and Dynamut? What? That sounds Oh, yeah. I loved that show when I was a kid. Yeah, and, they, and they'd pop up in other people's shows, too. They, they've actually been on... Uh, on uh, the Harvey Berman. Berman, yeah, yeah. I, I liked Blue Falcon because he was kind of like you know I didn't have Space Ghost anymore, so he was kind of my Space Ghost. Oh, and, he voice, dog. A, and he had a robot dog, a dopey rod, dopey dog, robot yeah, dog sidekick. It's like Scooby Doo with uh, Rumble n- <laughs> Nightman. Oh God! Oh, oh that's from 1997. It says here a show based on the comic from Malibu. It was terrible. About oh, this sounds awful. About a jazz saxophonist turned superhero who can't sleep. Yeah. Oh. So he's like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm gonna go out and fight crime. Who, who <laughs> plays the kid after, after my but, gigs? But but in its defense, it was actually based on a comic book, so it's better than the <laughs> quite unoriginal cape, you fucking moron. Yeah, 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 right. He puts the baddies to sleep changing. by playing Kenny G. He said retard. He said idiot. He said moron. Yeah. Likes um, to change it up. Man from Atlantis is on the list. Yeah. Well, that's it was the, also on mine. That's like the TV show that taught me you can hump water. I, I used to try to swim like that guy. Because yeah. he did look like he was humping the water. He could breathe underwater, so I have a great depth. He wasn't a superhero, though. He had no. Gills. He, was, he had gills. Uh, that makes him a superhero. He was. He was an Aquaman <laughs> and Namor ripoff. He was just a guy. Yeah. Did he save people? No, yeah. but every time anything. No, didn't he was make a sense. man from Atlantis, dude. Right. And he had gills, and he could swim all fast, and he fought crime. So he superhero. fought crime. Superhero. Yep. Yep. Superhero. Right. He didn't have any superpowers. <coughs> he, uh, he had fucking gills. And he couldn't talk to fish. Super gills. Yes. Do you have gills? 
Wouldn't you like? Do you know anybody with gills? <laughs> Other than Gerard, S- Kevin Costner. You contrarian son Kevin of a bitch. Costner. Kevin Costner has gills. He, by the way, he was he was Patrick Duffy. Yes, yes. Bobby oh, Ewing. Wow. Just shortly before Dallas. And this is uh, the live action version. I think they're talking about Shazam seventies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, with ISIS. Oh yeah, that was, it was part together. of the Shazam ISIS power hour. Power because hour, Shazam yeah. was first and ISIS came separate, and then they put it their their combined shows together, and she was so hot. <laughs> How hot was she? Deidre Hall. Pretty hot. Check she it was, out. She was online. Hot. She was amazing. Uh, tur- oh, turbo. turbo Teen. What's a cartoon? Okay. He was a kid who would transform himself into a car when he yeah. got hot. If he oh, got o- if he got over hot, he would turn into a red sports car. And then when he got cold, he would turn back into a teen. Which is just horrible. So he had to be careful about the weather? I guess so. That was his, that was his main villain, the, the weather. There's that one episode where he ate some curry. Well, like there's that one episode where like, oh, shit, the, uh, indoor heat, the indoor air conditioning broke. I'm on a date. Yeah. I'll turn into a car. Oh, wow. That's terrible. Okay. Mantis, of also course. Also on my list. Mantis. Sure, of course. 1994. Uh, hey, oh, my God. I want to... I want to know when this ran because it just I'm reading this thing about the invisible line this week. Dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Will you send me the link? MSN may sue this guy oh, for good. plagiarism. Oh, good, good, good. All because right. him mentioning the last episode getting killed by an invisible dinosaur is directly from my MSN article. All right. You fucking <laughs> plagiaristic Uh-oh. fuck. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> I, I look forward to suing this asshole. I will, oh, dear. I will give Lost this to you on. when we're done. Uh, 70s Captain America, which of w- Which were TV movies. They were t- and the t- they were awful. Yeah. And Although uh, he had a really nice dirt bike. He did. <laughs> and and, 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 he, and he had a plexiglass shield that was on the front of his yeah. motorcycle. That was kind of sad. Although, prophetic, if you think about it, because Cap or Steve Rogers now in the comic book has a see-through shield. Well, it's not see-through. Ah, coincidence. Okay. Uh, and Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog were the number one. On also also on, on my list. list. But... But this dumbass, uh, I'm sorry, sorry. does not mention which was my number one, and I will maintain to this day, although it's not as bad as the cape, second place would be Smallville. For yeah, you sure. Did, you did have Smallville on your list. Yep. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yes. But but I will say this, having having watched six or seven episodes, the cape is still w- so much worse than well, these shows. My God, it is... I don't know. Why haven't we shown Oh, it is. Trust me. List, it really though. is. Not more than Turbo Team. It, oh, apparently, Shannon, you need to catch up on the cape because it is mind-bogglingly bad. Well, I, think there's, I think you also, when you judge these, you have to look at how much money goes into them yes, and what true. the intent is. Well, and uh, uh, Lee points out Heroes isn't on either's list. Heroes, it it yeah, was on mine. It was on your list. Last yeah. season it was on. Yeah. Um, you know what else wasn't on his list? And I maintain Birds of Prey. Oh. I only liked it because that brunette was hot. The, uh, <laughs> That's yes, the one who brunette. played the Huntress. That'll save episode. the show. Yeah, I could watch it because wow, that was she bad. was incredible yeah. looking. All right, let's see. Um, here's a quick little... Okay. Topless robot, you're a plagiarist. <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> we'll, move, we'll move on to story time. A 15-year-old girl... Oh, no. All right, I like it already. Has okay. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Thank, what? You, thank you, Stephen Tyler. We have your attention. A 15-year-old girl has gotten herself in hot water. Oh yeah! When the police in Marathon, Florida, uh, with the police, after she falsely said that she had been attacked while jogging, and that the perpetrator had bruised and bitten her on the neck, arms, and back. Jeez. Uh oh. 
The girl's story began to unravel when Deputy O'Keefe asked her uh, what shoes she was wearing at the time of the attack. She showed him a pair, no footprints matching. The shoes were found at the place where she said she was attacked. In actuality, the girl and a 19-year-old have uh, been engaged in what is called Twilight-inspired <laughs> fantasy-biting oh. behavior. <laughs> wow. This is something that the teens are doing. Oh, I've been doing I, this all the way back since Lestat, though. I don't understand this world. <laughs> uh, the fantasy-biting behavior. The unnamed teen made the claim uh, she was concerned about what her mother would say after seeing the injuries <laughs> and was trying to avoid but punishment. But, Mom, I bit I, my own neck. They uh, bite and throw glitter at each other. Police followed up with a 19-year-old. He had more extensive bite marks on so him. So she, she was harder on him. Yeah. Uh, these were uh, given... Oh, no. These were given to him by his fiance. What? Who's Uh-oh. also a Twilight fan. Yeah. He is a vampire. Uh-oh. He can't be held liable. So he has been Twilight cheating. I bet the 15-year-old was prefe- uh, pretending to be a werewolf. The 15-year-old... <laughs> what a Twi-cheat. When he is actually engaged to another Twi... What a twat light. <laughs> now, now, here's yeah. the thing I find weird. And, 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 and as a journalist, I know this. Mm-hmm. It says, these were given to him by his fiance, which they have spelled F-I-A-N-C-E. Yeah. So he's gay. Yes. Fiance? That is what that would imply. Really? Yes. Because if it's female, there's two E's at the end. Yep. Where, where is it? Oh. Show, show me. I here. did not know that. Oh, we've learned about grammar and plagiarism. I'm today. not a journalist, <laughs> though. I'm merely a bank manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a journalist. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes. Okay. So that's what's been going on. They've been engaging in this vampire foreplay, and uh, uh, yeah. You say you were doing it. What's that? What? You've been doing this? You did this? No, no. I'm saying they've been doing this all the way back to when the Lestat books oh, got got oh. big. The, I was hoping that you had done. The, it. No, I was I was doing the uh, fantasy werewolf thing, just going out fucking dogs in the middle of the night. Whoa! <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs> wow! Wow! We get moody again. And see, I was hoping this was a recent behavior thing. So I, I could lobby Stephen Sandstrom in the Utah legislature to outlaw Twilight based on this. On werewolves. On werewolves and Draclias. All right. Well, I, I mean, I once hopped on a pond. dogs at the pound. Wouldn't they rather have sure. some biting going on than actual sex? I'm, I'm sure if they were well, to ask you know, these parents, they'd probably lead. be. It's very unsanitary. Biting leads to sex. I know the Clearly one guy was saying that drug. really the only way she'd become a vampire, too, is if she partook of his dick. But Whoa. still. Is that how it works? I think yeah. given uh, your goes, story, we're going to outlaw dogs. And I didn't. <laughs> it, goes, it goes dancing, biting, and then uh, full-on sex. And then breathing. Is that how it works? I think so. How many steps to... Yeah. <laughs> to what, buddy? So Come on. Come on, Bukaki. Bring it. Come on. Everybody else does. <laughs> the Toyota Bukaki. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, take a break and uh, and uh, regroup. After these messages, we'll be right back to Bukaki. Oh, hello there. It's me, Carrie Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com. And uh, also host of the Radio from Hell show on X96. All right. First of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. Yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... And uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're, uh, they're very loyal... 
we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh, prospect for you. If you're making your advertising plans for the new year, I mean, let's face it, these people aren't reading the paper. They're not seeing your billboards. They're TiVoing past your TV ads. You'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on Geek Show Podcast. So call Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or me. Ask, ask for any one of us at 801-524-2600. It's affordable. It's effective. It's GeekShowPodcast.com. Hi, this is Kerry, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice, accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. Tron. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's Comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! At which point they'll reply, hey, to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number, and you say, I want all the Trone comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll me. get them for you. Yes, yes, by hold they mean they hold the comics when mm -hmm. they come in on Wednesdays in, that in, you've ordered. In other uh, places, it's called a poll or things right. like that. But uh, it's, it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's Comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever. Mexican kind of, Coke. Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. Twenty forty three East, thirty three hundred South, and you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's Comics, and we're back. I'm sorry. I, whatever. I'm sorry, Shannon. We. Uh, Shannon, you were kind of hard on Brian. I bit him too I've hard. I've been turning this tin can into fucking gold. <laughs> What is your success rate? For nearly rate? a decade. That's right. You sons of... All right. Uh, let the Trek bashing begin. Sick of Tony trying to tell me what to do all the time. <laughs> trying to tell me how to live my life. May, may, may I... Uh, Don't be so may, loud May I quote... Oh, okay. when, when I say this, <laughs> Star Trek is lame. Um, quote, to quote Will Wheaton. Yes. Um, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. The uh, never-ending saga of the... Star Trek sign at the Las Vegas Hilton. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Jesus. Hasn't somebody stolen that We're yet? We're back to this? We're back to this. What wow. 
because you remember <laughs> the the Trekkies were trying to save the sign. Yeah, like they were going to caravan down there <laughs> because the Star Trek experience is gone from and, the Hilton. And, it's and, been and, ripped And out. the problem is they did caravan down and they brought a giant ladder, but none of the nerds were in shape to actually climb the ladder to get to the sign. <laughs> they didn't know how it operated. Uh, yeah. They couldn't operate a ladder. <laughs> well, the one guy was trying to figure out how to get it in his mom's station wagon. <laughs> he can well, only get up three rungs. <laughs> surprised they heaved themselves up their futon. Well, the scary part is they've already stolen the surveillance tape from the Klingons uh, on the the boarding pass for the airport. Have you seen that? Blueberries. Oh, yeah. It's still there. No, it's still there. So I'm waiting for somebody to steal that, then they can get the sign. Well, here's uh, here's what's happened. Okay. The Las Vegas Hilton has painted over the sign. Yeah. Oh, those bastards. Good job. Just painted over wow. it. Wow. It's still up. It's still you can still see the shape of it, but it's, <laughs> it's been painted over. Uh, it says here 2010 was the last year uh, for the Hilton's uh, creation Star Trek convention, God. the biggest Trek convention. <laughs> it has uh, left the Hilton and has moved over to the Rio. Oh, dear. So that's where your uh, creation is. It says here... Uh, oh, I mean, wait. The Star Trek convention has moved to the Rio? Yeah. yeah. Not the Star Trek experience. And no. the Rio's no. a shithole. The, the, uh, the uh, experience <laughs> is no longer. Yes, I knew that. And the convention is now over at the Rio. I would have at least moved it to the Venetian so you could pretend like it was Ryloth, the pleasure planet. Sure. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, now, I think that's excellent that he came up with that because now this explains why people hate Star Trek fans. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the sci-fi-themed Space Quest bar is still at the Hilton, but all the gaming machines, including the Star Trek slots, have been removed and replaced with a dance floor, and the bar is now only open on weekends. Because, you know... If you want to go get your dance on, you're heading to the goddamn Hilton yeah. off the strip. The you bar the bar's only open on weekends. These guys are some business geniuses. I'll say. Was there still talk of moving the experience to, like, they're, they're, Freedom they're, Street or something? That, that was the talk. Um, but it says here it's now uh, sort of in doubt because it was supposed to have been open by now. Uh-huh. It's, it's going to be the Star Trek experience at the Boulder Station. It says so not here, only do they have 20% unemployment, but I understand that the Klingon unemployment is like 50%. It's crazy. It's 100% right now. <laughs> uh, it says here, uh, despite some optimistic announcements from uh, the developer and Mayor Oscar Goldman. What? Uh, Oscar what? The Goldman? Mob, the mob lawyer. Wait, wait, no, 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 Oscar no, no. From, from the odd couple? No, no Oscar, no, Goldman, Oscar was Goldman was the $6 million dollar man. Yes. Yeah, that's the guy that made the $6 million man. I think they're both Oscar Goldman, aren't they? No, the guy from... Because... From, uh, yeah, because couple is uh, Oscar Madison. Oscar oh, okay. Madison. Okay, all right. Uh, there appears to be no movement on the project. CBS has stated that they're committed to bring a Star Trek attraction back to Las Vegas, but the poor economy is putting a hold on. Yeah. So you know, the, the mm-hmm. nice part about the Klingon unemployment rate, though, is if you really need some hard labor done, you just drive down to Lowe's, get a truckload of Klingons, <laughs> drive them home. That's right. <laughs> I know I know how to ask for work from uh, Spanish-speaking people. Que pasó el tra- uh, trabajo? But how no, do you, you just 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 go up with a rake, throw it at one, and yell "capla"? You'll know what to do. No, you just drive up and say, "I have a very honorable job." <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> Carrie has no blonde daughters. I do not. Uh, let's see. Anyway, now you said that you watched this the, the yeah, other day. I wa- yeah, I watched. Yeah. They've been playing on Sifi. Star yeah, Trek Nemesis, yeah. which, you know, and, and we, we argue about which is the worst Star the, Trek the, movie. The, f- the franchise-killing Star Trek movie. And uh, I maintain Nemesis is worse than Star Trek V. Jeff, Jeff agrees See, with me. Guys, I disagree. I is just this think, the one with I the dune buggy? Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> I, which, which, which has been interpreted as my 
defending <laughs> Nemesis, which is really not my intention. I just found the whole Search for God thing horrible. What does God need with a starship? See, I didn't tune out in Star Trek V until towards the end, whereas the dune buggy pretty much made me go, click, I was done. Oh. Okay, so um, apparently a, go ahead. Nemesis nearly happened without the Next Generation cast. They were talking about a new cast, possibly. Rick Berman has got this book out, and he's been he's been always hallucinating, interviewing and stuff. It says uh, Berman said Nemesis will always be baffling to me, and, and, and the rest of us. Uh, Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner came into my office one day. This is something I've never really discussed before. <laughs> the head of the studio had really tried to convince me to do a movie without the Next Generation cast. The feeling was these guys have gotten older. It's time to introduce some new fresh meat, blood. Sorry. Uh, the there was some attitude that they should go out and find a new Tom Cruise. Uh, I've, uh, anyway, so he goes on about how he doesn't understand why people didn't like Nemesis. Well, I, I okay, I think it's a terrible movie. It does, however, have a couple of cool space battles. I like where they ram the Enterprise yeah, into the and other I like ship. those Romulan ships that are helping them fight. I like that. Yes, would Nemesis but, been any less shitty with a whole new cast? Uh, no, 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 yeah. it would not have. And no. And I'm wondering how you, or if this was an addition after they brought in the next generation cast, to have the puss out of killing out, killing off Data. Yeah, I agree. And I, the fucking Picard clone, evil Picard awesome. clone. Well, Actually, and there's also the fact that we wouldn't have had the debate of who was hairier, Troy or Riker in the bathtub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think it would have been better with a new cast. <laughs> it, could, it certainly could have been worse. And by the way, uh, here's your Batman trivia for uh, for uh, Nemesis. All right. Uh, the guy who's playing Bane in the next Batman movie. Oh yeah. Is Tom Hardy the guy who played the evil Picard clone in oh, Nemesis? Uh, <laughs> all right. There but you go. he's been in good movies since. Well, yes. Wasn't Thor Kirk's father? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was in a good Star Trek movie. So, I bet. I bet when Riker and Troy hopped out of that tub, it looked like there was a. Uh, <laughs> hey, look. It's <laughs> like there was a triple in you the drain. <laughs> the <laughs> space. The space maid was just cursing. All I can, all I can say is, if Worf would have joined him, it would have been worse. Because <laughs> that is one hairy son it's of a bitch, filled with nose hair. If yes. you told me that they were going to do another Star Trek series, I'd be excited. I agree. Uh, 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 with new cast and everything. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. I'd like. I mean, that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Why we couldn't have just done that anyway. So here's, here's what he says about the other movies. Oh, fucking Rick Berman. Anyway. Yeah, he ruins everything. Uh, Generations, which was, uh, you know. Not that great. good. Kirk and Picard. But, but not yeah. that bad. Kirk. Oh, my. God. It was fun. <laughs> Put it up to Nemesis, and it's um, the greatest movie the ever. The, the prophecy is complete. I was killed by a ladder bridge. bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it says here, uh, this is Rick Berman saying, it was kind of naive for myself and Brandon Braga and Ron Moore to jump into the movie business with really very little experience on how it worked. We got a lot of criticism for the way Kirk was handled, which I felt was unfortunate. Yeah, but is he so did we. Does is he, he think the criticism <laughs> was unfortunate or the way he handled it was unfortunate? You, you know, he's an egotistical SOB, so yeah. I'm thinking that... But, Carrie. What? You and I both read the original script for, for Generations. Yes. Kirk didn't die that way in the original script. No, he didn't. That was when the script got leaked that they changed it to, oh, I'm fat, I died on a bridge. Yeah. He actually <laughs> died more heroically in the original it was draft. Much more heroic. With shit falling on him. Yeah. What was it in the original? Well, he, he literally took a bullet for Picard because yeah. Soren was getting ready. Soren was leveling down to, to, to uh, nuke Picard, and, uh -huh. and Kirk just jumped in the way and Kirk took, jumped, the, took uh, the, yeah. the phaser blast took for the blast, him. Yeah. So, oh, okay. um, I like the they, bridge they better. They knew it got leaked, so they said, oh, we're, we're going <laughs> to. Change this and make it surprising, and they should have just left it the whole on. 
Okay, first contact. Good movie. <clears throat> good which movie. was which was good. Movie. He says everything that perhaps went wrong in the first movie, which was his generations, uh, went right on the second movie. It just worked on a huge number of levels, made a shitload of money for the studio. They were happy. All right, we all agree there. Yep. Then came another turd, Insurrection. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> it's singy. And he's going to pass the blame along. Oh, God. The script ended up having input from Patrick Stewart, from the studio, from me, and slowly the story started changing. Does anyone remember this one? Yeah. Yes. I really don't. With the planet. Oh, that's with the guy that had the, uh, all the... The, the plastic, plastic surgery. Plastic surgery, yeah. Oh. Oh, I think yeah. maybe it's a little like the old story about the camel being a horse made by committee. It was less than stellar follow-up to First Contact, which had been so uh, uh, well yes. done. And, and, yeah. and uh, Insurrection can be summed up this way. Nothing fucking happens. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and then we get to Nemesis. It, it seemed like the most challenging thing after uh, First Contact was figuring out how to keep Worf in that neck of the woods. You know, he just conveniently showed up. Captain, yep. I'm here. Uh, uh, you need any help? <laughs> I was out of gas. Uh, hey, yeah. I, th- I think I left some of my stuff here. <laughs> uh, you haven't seen a watch, have they, you? They found, <laughs> they found me in the parking lot of Home Depot. I'm here to help. <laughs> I heard you have an honorable job. Yes. Uh, here, he is, here he is passing the blame for Nemesis. Oh, All right. The head of the studio had really tried to convince me to do a movie without the next generation cast. Feeling was these people were old. All right. Uh, I felt strongly against that for two reasons. One was that uh, when we were developing the movie, the Enterprise series was coming out, so the Star Trek audience was about to get introduced to a new cast already. Uh, the other reason was I felt that after a four-year absence that uh, people wanted to see uh, Picard and uh, Data. Everyone from the studio, to me, thought we'd crafted a really good movie. And nobody came to see it. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> like, five people did. They called all their friends and went, holy shit. Nobody came to see it. It wasn't even a question of not getting good reviews. Any Star Trek movie opened, and it had a huge opening on the weekend, but this one didn't. Now, why? I understand and I appreciate the criticisms of the production or script, but I, to this day, have some difficulty understanding why the fans didn't come out to see it on the opening weekend. Uh, may, may I give him a callback to classic Star Trek dialogue? Yes. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twi- twice, shame on me. I actually sir. did go see that opening weekend. I saw it the first showing. I actually waited in yeah. line of me and my other friend. That was the line. Yeah. And after we saw it, we did call our friends and say it was horse shit. Um, yeah. Well, two things, I, I've said them both before, but as much as I have ill feelings towards Rick Berman, it's worth remembering that he did save... Next Generation. The first, it wasn't until from, Roddenberry, from Roddenberry died well, and, yeah. and Berman took over that that show got good. <clears throat> so we have to give him some credit for that. And Deep Space Nine, he was responsible for Deep Space Nine. So and, let's, and you I know, like Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Not everything he did was bad. <clears throat> the other thing is that I had a conversation once with um, uh, Jonathan Frakes. I almost said William Frakes. Jonathan Frakes, who was expressing how he wished he'd had the budget from um, the Tim Allen movie, uh, uh, Galaxy, oh, Galaxy, Quest. Galaxy Quest, to make a Star Trek movie. They didn't because even have they that? Were, no, they didn't have a fra- had a fraction of that because oh, wow. they were being starved. And, you know, it is... I do wonder what they might have been able to turn out at this time period if Paramount had funded these movies the way they should have been funded. Jeez. Well, then he throws people under the bus for the reason that uh, Enterprise failed. Oh, God. It's because Brandon Braga was in charge of it. Again, it's, it's not his fault. 
It wasn't he did me. Enter- I tried. Enterprise was embraced by certainly a smaller audience, but embraced. It was not embraced by a lot of people. There were a lot of different guesses one could make about why. I always felt that whoever came up with the term franchise fatigue was right. Well, I think there's something to be said for that, actually. Okay. Uh, let's see. So he's, he's saying it's franchise fatigue. Uh, he says, also going back and learning a little something about what uh, went on for the first episode, who were s- stepping out into space. He basically says we took too long getting started. I would agree with that, did, too. Did and he mention the theme song? <laughs> yeah, it was Rod Stewart, wasn't it? Something. It was so bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was Rod Stewart. <laughs> I guess whoever does the uh, Smallville one. We're yeah. going I think Jeff into space. With this, yes. The last season of that show was good. It was. Yeah. The last season and of that show was what the whole series should have been, been, which was showing us how the, the well, exactly. Federation was formed. Which was the idea Starfleet. of the show. And the, he even says that the Zindi story arc was horrible. Was horrible. The and Mirror Universe help. episode of Enterprise is one of my top five episodes of Star Trek, period. Really? Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Because it ties into classic Trek, it ties into next gen, and everything. It's all tied up and together. I, and I think they also, to some degree, as much as I'm saying, I think that the, the last season finally got it right. The whole prequel thing painted you into a corner. Absolutely. Where, where really, you no, had people yelling about continuity and all this kind of stuff. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you got to remember this. And, and, the Trek fans are so anal. And, and, and again, it's the fool me once thing. Because after Voyager, which was terrible. how long can we stall getting back to the fucking universe? Yes, terrible. <laughs> I, people are going to go for another show after that. Exactly. Well, the thing with Voyager that drove me insane is that every once in a while they do a good episode. Yeah. yeah. And which, I'd which think, would tease you. I know, and I'd sit there and I'd go, oh my God, they figured it out. And then the next one would suck. You know, here's what I liked about Enterprise. They're like, all right, uh, let's fix this show. Let's put more titties in it. <laughs> yeah. Tits fix everything. That Vulcan chick. Yeah. Super hot. Yeah, she was I mean, I, I, think, I, mean I think I've said no. this before, but if they were going to make another series, <laughs> they should have just put you know, did what they do what they did in the books? Take take the uh, Riker character, put him on this new ship, which has gone out to another part of the galaxy with a new crew, and do that. You know, who would have made sense? You don't, you don't have continuity oh, problems. But, oh, but then Captain Sulu steps forward and says, "Ah, <laughs> uh, remember me? Uh, you could do a show with me." God, that would have been better than Voyager, though, wouldn't it? Well, even if it'd been Tom know. Riker commandeering the Voyager and going off, it, you, you still could have had a cool show. Woulda, coulda, woulda. I, yeah. do, I just don't want to know. I don't, I don't Let's want go back s- in time and write a show. I don't <laughs> want Sulu in anything. I'm if sorry. No, not show, even though, in. I would be so there. I would be, I mean, I would be really worried and apprehensive, but I would be excited. Carrie, huh? Carrie. Yes. I can get you excited in a Captain Sulu show by this. Oh, He's right. commanding the USS Buk- Bukaki. The oh, Bukaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a Japanese <laughs> ship, right? Brought to you by Toyota. Yes, it is. That ship can carry a big load. San Francisco. <laughs> I was bored there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get off the track stuff. It's stupid. I know. Uh, we got a video game-related death. Another oh, death. Yeah. Another, hey, one. Yeah. I, Another I one. I keep throwing barrels at people from above on construction sites. I'm hoping, sorry. Hoping that you'll get something. But now, <laughs> but now, granted, you haven't killed anyone. You've only paralyzed. Mm. Killed, paralyzed, it's all the and same. And it's only Italians. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but did you see that? It was seriously, it was on Tosh.0 when he get, did the web redemption for the the hurdling girls, and he was helping them practice by throwing barrels for and them they were jumping to jump up. over. I've got it in the team. I, I love, love to watch guy. it. It's a good show. All right. Uh, um, <clears throat> a Chinese man has died. A Chinese but man? But there's like another billion. <laughs> They're not all ninjas. Wow, good job. Whoa. 
<laughs> What's the big deal? <laughs> you said they weren't all ninjas. That was, that was like really the, uncalled. Like Did you just say that, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, they're like You're saying everybody in China isn't born a ninja? Right. <laughs> no. Uh, Nin- ninja buildings. would be Japanese. They're like the Earth's shark teeth. You kill one, another one pops up. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. <laughs> they're like the le- Chinese are like the legendary Hydra. One dies and two more pop up in its place. <laughs> Ah, uh, hello? <laughs> and, and, and I know they got birth control over there. I don't understand. The funeral's right. tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm well, it's just person. Asia's Eskimos. This is true. <laughs> Love you, China. Thank you for owning us. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to pay off my debt now. We, we take an installment plan. They'll take it in blood. <laughs> yes, they do have birth control. The birth control uh, the only yeah. wish it could fit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a guy has died... Mm-hmm. After a three-day online gaming session in which he did not sleep and barely ate. Must be a good fucking game. What is so this? So now I know how long it takes. So, <laughs> I'm going to sleep after so two and a half days. Now you, know, now you know the human limit, <laughs> Back Lee. to dumbass. Yeah. Here's, here's the best part. He wasn't even at home. Where was he? Oh, he, was at, he was at an internet cafe. Well, that's where most of the Asian kids die these days. <laughs> so it's like somebody didn't walk up to go, hey, um... Sure, you don't want a drink, bro? No, no, no that's that's where oh. the that's where the guy who who OD'd on World of Warcraft last May he died in a, a Korean internet cafe. Yep. <laughs> been playing Warcraft for about four days. Same situation. He was it's um, like a Japanese horror. His parents movie. thought he was doing his homework in his room. <laughs> oh Jesus! He was uh, rushed to a clinic, could not be revived. Well, they didn't have enough Doritos. What was he playing? He needed some Red Bull. Does it say what he was playing? I'm no. going to, let's go in and see. I here. think it was World of Warcraft. Most likely. 30 year old man not identified was said to have spent more than 10,000 yuan on oh, gaming. That's, that's about uh, $1,500 on gaming in the month before yeah. his death. That's a lot of alternate characters. I didn't Hmm. think they made that much money there. Uh, China has more than 450 million internet users and online games, which can involve uh, MMOs, uh, are particularly popular. Uh, Researchers say tens of millions of Chinese people, many of them teenagers, are addicted to the internet gaming. There's an episode of Frontline that gets into China's online gaming addiction, and it's it's one of the leading causes of uh, all kinds of problems that they're having in China and Korea and Japan. But uh, you can't can't hit... Cage watch Frontline? I do. You can't hit pause. Yeah, well, save a game. Like, I don't know. Actually, but, you can't. But here's, but here's what I've learned: fight, you're gonna die, and then you'll just wake up in a, gra- a graveyard. Yeah. And what if somebody's corpse camping? Yeah. You're just screwed. Terry, what I have learned is that three days is how long a Chinese individual can go without monosodium glutamate. <laughs> that, that's what I'm learning. <laughs> what I've learned is. <laughs> I just didn't know anybody in China was actually playing the game. I thought they were all illegally gold farming. I think if I lived in China, I'd want to escape into a digital world, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got me there. It's like Caprica. (laughs) (laughs) So so what we're saying is we don't feel bad for this guy. Good for him for getting out of China. I don't feel bad for anybody that dies playing video games. I well, say good riddance. Uh, that's, that's a good stupid point. Rubbish. That's a good point. No, no, no. The same it, category. No. That's a good point. Depends on the Fuck you. Yeah. Bye bye. Actually, it no. Depends on the game. It's like Tron. He got sucked into the game. That's right. Ah. User. No, he just died like an idiot. Fuck him. Friend lives. I mean, seriously, if you're gonna die, if you're friend, 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 if you're gonna die, if you're gonna die in front of a computer monitor, your dick best be in your hand. That's all I have to say about it. If you if you die playing video games. Eat shit. Stay classy. Stay classy. I try. He was playing Tron. He was playing 
Triathlon. If you die playing biting games from I Twilight, I was thinking that, but I could you. not I bring care. myself to say it, Carrie. I'm sorry. I could not bring myself to say <laughs> it. Well, nothing can beat. There are plenty of Chinese. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no matter, another billion. There's like a billion of them. <laughs> no matter, matter what. Uh, if you die trying to them. find each other's midichlorians, good for you, <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's on his phone. He is listening. <laughs> he doesn't even we care. Made fun of he you. knows his midichlorian count. He checks it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. I, I Almost, he says. <laughs> right before he flushes it. The that they make your clothes bright and bright and clean. They do. Tied. <laughs> All right. Tied with midichlorians. Uh, let's, uh, I, I got a couple of quick uh, uh, news stories here. We'll just throw these out, and then we'll close this thing up. Um, uh, Matthew Vaughn's uh, next movie is uh, The Golden Age, based on a comic book. Uh, it's like uh, The Expendables with superheroes. I read about this. Have Sounds you cool. read this? Uh, the premise is uh, a bunch of retired superheroes have to pick up their masks one more time and help out their grandkids. Who you mean are, Kingdom Come? Who are superheroes? We have found the movie for Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, well, yeah, yeah. There you go. but they're talking about like his dream cast is like Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones. Is it going to be so really more old, funny, or yeah. more actiony? Probably both. Both actiony and funny. Okay. I think they mentioned Jack Nicholson too, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I guess. Then there is, uh, oh, I know you're excited to hear about Michael Bay's latest uh, thing. So yes. excited. Oh, I do. It's, uh, it's another comic book-based product, uh, product, Zombies vs. Robots. What's I it, can what's watch it about? <laughs> is, it, is this going to be Transformers 4? Well, you know, because zombies, zombies, zombies wouldn't be able to like bite the robot and turn it into a zombie. There are but only hope. if those robots were full of nanobots, they could turn the zombies into robots. <laughs> what? Huh? He's clearly like giving us a thought. Movie huh? Tournament with <laughs> zombies versus robots. The winner is going to take on alien. The winner of aliens versus <laughs> cowboys or cowboys. Ooh, versus I hope it's a basketball I hope game. Aliens versus <laughs> predator shows up at some point. There you go. By, by the way, Carrie. Yes. Um, you didn't quote the version of the story I saw. What? Which I think was on Ain't It Cool, in which they talked about. Well, it's going to be motion capture animation. Really? So they can't cast real-life robots and zombies for the characters <laughs> wow, in this movie? Go figure. That. Uh, meanwhile, Jerry Bruckheimer is working on World War Robot, which is another comic. You know, the nice thing yeah. is if they're going to use mocap for zombies, I can get more of those to do work for me down at the Home Depot, too. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I would like to see a movie on that game you showed us with the Nazis and the dinosaurs. Nazis and dinosaurs. That's what you need. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see, Jack the Giant Killer movie, uh, Brian Singer's moving forward, and Ewan McGregor is going to be in it. Does anyone care? No. Anyone? Anyone? Nah. Not really. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, do we care about Haley Steinfeld? Yes. Who's that? Oh, well, this is actually a pretty good little project. Uh, it's the girl from True Grit. Oh, okay. The little, oh, yeah. uh, the little girl. This is actually a pretty cool thing. This is a, a, a book called Forgotten. It's uh, not even out yet, and they've already decided it's going to be a movie, and she's perfect for it. Um, here, here's the plot. This is a good idea. She will play London Lane. That okay. sounds like a name. Change the name right away. A 16-year-old whose memory is erased at 4.33 every night. The following morning, all, all she can remember are events from her future. Does she go on 51st dates? Yeah, I know. It hurts. Uh, after meeting a new boy at school, London becomes frustrated that she can't seem to find him in her memory of things to come. Aww. I'm confused. I know. <laughs> is the Drew Barrymore in we'll, it? We'll get high and go see it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's good enough. That's good enough. That's oh, there, there's yeah, going to be we've a, done that's good enough. there's going to be a sequel to How to Train Your Dragon. So they're uh, really they're very yes. excited it's about that. It's going to be called How movie. to Train Your Other Dragon, <laughs> or How to Train Your Dragons. 
Z. It's with the Z. They're, uh, they're very as, happy as, about as it. As compared to the porn version, how to drain your dragon. Oh. <laughs> It'll be how to teach an old dragon new tricks. Uh, let's see. Famke Jansen is going to be the uh, the witch in uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. All right. She's perfect for it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> She's still one yes. of my favorite Bond girls. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to read this whole thing to you about uh, the writer of Thor says that uh, the reason that it's going to be a good movie is it's the whole dysfunctional family thing. So, But that's that's all you need to know. All right, I think it's going to be a good movie because a dude's going to hit pe- people with a hammer. S- <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, speaking Agreed. of which, apparently the... The Thor hammer toys are out in stores now. Yes. Uh, by the time this airs, yeah, they will. They will be. Yes. But but apparently they're not flying out because you have to be worthy of the hammer to be able I to take it out it of the up. store. I can't pick it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally buying one, and I'm going to use it as a discipline tool in my class. <laughs> I'm going to bop kids <laughs> on the head. <laughs> How did you? What? At mm-hmm. the end of the movie, at the end of the Iron Man movie, when when you saw the. Thor's hammer. How did you react? <laughs> I freaked all, the fuck out. Yeah, we all went. Here's, I do have to take uh, Hasbro to task though, because they're starting to put missiles on toys that don't need missiles. Yeah. Starting with this Mjolnir toy for the hammer of Thor. Yeah. It actually has a missile that fires out of the top of the hammer. Now, just like Thor's hammer, bro. Just, just like Thor's hammer. But the <laughs> the problem here is, is that. You don't need a missile firing hammer. Now, when it comes to the Captain America shield, shield Shoot yeah. it actually discs fires it. discs. Yeah. You don't need that. I just need a fucking shield that I can throw, hit somebody with, that returns to my hand. I How hard did that be? I, well, hard. Um, <laughs> Lee, Lee, Thor's hammer also returns to your hand, too. Yeah. Well, after I fire the missile, I like my hammer to be in my hand, but it's well, just... Whoa. Well, I, and see, I haven't gotten reports <laughs> back from anybody who picked up the hammer, but I thought at one point you were going to strike it and it would make thunder noises. That's what I thought. Well, that would be cool. Or if it could turn, if I could just strike the hammer and stop being a crippled old doctor. No, nah, that's that me. I wish it would turn me to a god. If, <laughs> ooh, god, yeah. You could strike and it would turn into a stick so you could actually carry it and people wouldn't think it was a weapon. <laughs> you were a total fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my line of... Uh, my line of Ten Commandments toys with a stick that turns into a snake, that didn't go anywhere. So <laughs> Maybe I should have had it shoot a missile out of missile. it. No, but, but I did like that little device you had that would part the water in your bathtub. That, that was, was pretty awesome. cool. That was awesome. It was just cost prohibitive was the only problem. <laughs> They're selling really good at that religious park in uh, Orlando in the gift shop. They do? Biblevania, yeah. Biblevania? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like half Bible and half fucking... Dracula? What? Dracula's? <laughs> yes. They, they, they have crosses on one side and, yeah. All right. Wow, we'd come over there, but look at all the religion. <laughs> so, and also another thing with Hasbro is I'm not seeing any X-Men first class toys at all. At all. I'm getting the love pack between the two guys. <laughs> yeah. there's, not, there's not a one. I mean, that, that doesn't bode well for this movie if there's not a single toy being marketed. <laughs> All right. So you pull the disc firing magneto <laughs> helmet. No disc firing Professor X wheelchair. You pull, no <laughs> you pull Xavier's string and he just mopes. Uh, <laughs> the X Men can't quit you. The X Men first class go go boots will be coming out I soon. Mean, <laughs> I, I I like the fact that they have a little disc you can play uh, JFK's uh, speech that he has from the thing with with Michael Fassbender on it. But yeah. still, it just doesn't work. It's not good marketing Fuck, at all. Not, could we? Could we? I don't I'm know. Just but rambling. Could, could we get? Paralyzer action, uh, <laughs> Professor Xavier. You know, it's like it immediately loses the oh, use God, of it his would be legs. Like it would be like those squeezy things. The squeezy string Where, where, where the body suddenly go limp. Yeah. We just get one of. Uh, you, did you guys Professor buy Xavier? any of the pr- X Men toys from the first movie? Oh, no. The no. Professor yeah. X action figure actually had the loosest legs of any toy I've ever seen. Like, you pick it up and they just wobble <laughs> all over the place. 
Oh, he fell right. out of his wheelchair so convincingly. <laughs> uh, no, Don't I, they sell a cure for that on late night TV, loose legs? Yeah, we call that the Jimmy legs, sir. Jimmy legs. It's got the Jimmy legs. Anything before we go? <laughs> I don't know. I need a drink. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got some blueberry reviews. You I do? I got this stupid thing. Okay. <laughs> Technology. Right, uh, really good Blu-rays coming out. Okay. Sharktopus. <gasps> Sharktopus. Sharktopus comes out tomorrow. Finally, Sharktopus. The uh, uh, the Blu-ray version of Anchorman. Uh, what? Anchorman. Oh, I enjoyed the Anchorman. I love Anchorman. I think that movie is funny. It's so stupid. Shit. It's fun. Uh, Jeff does not agree. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like it. Loves oh, I love it. Okay, Jimmy sorry. and I have been quoting Anchorman for the last few weeks to each What's other. That? Okay. You pooped in the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, and the fighter comes out. The fighter. Yes. This is uh, the Christian Bale. Christian Bale and uh, Marky Mark. Okay. Which might have won swept an Oscar. the Oscars. Might have won an the Oscar Oscars. Tonight. We'll see. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Uh, and a couple weeks after that on DVD is the first season of Treme. Ooh. Oh yes, yes. You HBO like show, show from from the producers of The Wire. Man, it is good, but depressing. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Like kind of like my sh- life. Good, without, but the, without the good. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just depressing. Coming soon, You've Shannon. You've been renewed for another season. Shannon's, oh, yeah, we'll see. Coming soon, Shannon. Oh, I thought you meant me. Sad little podcast. We'll see. Sad little podcast. I'm still, as uh, EW would say, on the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like your new show, though, on uh, Comcast Sodium Free with Mr. B. Sodium Free and fucking pissed. <laughs> Sodium Free with Mr. B. Hey, assholes. Uh, I'm Mr. B. Fuck off. <laughs> Sounds like it would be better than I, most of what's on na- NBC. From now on, I want every episode for you to have the sodium content of a certain food. I don't want to do that to people. To, I don't to, want them to know. To, uh, well, no, so it's we like a horrible fucking no, Pandora's box. That way we know what you're going through and we can relate. That's yeah. a, this is the thing. For, for, for example, like Shannon pointed out how much full of sodium Frank's red red hot sauces. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I've been really limited on my on the amount of uh, sodium I can have uh-huh. per day. Uh-huh. 2,000 Okay. And everybody's like, nah, that's a big deal. I don't like, that, I don't I mean, like salty food. Sounds like a lot of milligrams. It's not. It's, it's not? two <laughs> tablespoons. Okay. That's a, it? Yeah. Wow. And for example, mm-hmm. two slices of your store-bought Healthy 12 grain bread, 400 milligrams of sodium. That's 20% of your total. That's yes. 20, yeah, you could have a sandwich. One tablespoon of Frank's, no, teaspoon, sorry. Uh-huh. Frank's red hot sauce? Yes. 180 milligrams <laughs> of sodium. It's going to add up. These milligrams are small then. <laughs> they are. <laughs> In the grams, they're pretty much the fucking smallest. <laughs> well, I, had a, I had a pallet of rice aroneo. And, and it's actually two grams of salt is what I can do. If we really want to make it sound shitty. Milligrams are small. I'm just writing that down. <laughs> These <Okay>. milligrams <laughs> are small, These then. So, small. But everybody's like, I don't like salty food anyway, so that wouldn't be such a big deal. It's like, do you like fucking food? <laughs> do, you like to, do you like to taste things? Yeah. I don't know. So I had to point it out when your lunch came out, it looked like an average vegan lunch to me. Oh, I probably boring and fucking bland as hell. Right, which I've always really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some popcorn. Come on. Oh no! Yeah, oh. yeah, no, no. <laughs> eat, I'm Are sorry, you kidding me? You trying to kill me? Eat, <laughs> eat, <laughs> eat that whole container of flavor, call Shannon. <laughs> Suicide by popcorn. Did LGK just say that 
vegans are boring and bland as I, well. I, as, 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 the, as the token vegan on this show, my Just diet's pretty fucking oh, boring. Oh, yeah. that, that reminds me. Shannon brought up that stuff to me, and I started checking my refrigerator and seeing what the sodium content is. Lee? Holy shit, does Tofurky have a yeah. shit ton of sodium? Well, here's yeah, the thing. I, don't I could bring my book. Here, This is what will kill you. Mm-hmm. I could bring my book that has the sodium content <laughs> of fast food restaurants. Oh, God. No, no, no. Like one French fry. <laughs> no, like uh, a, uh, what is it? Uh, Arby's. Oh, God. That's uh, the middle name is salt on that one. Uh, no, but they have like a turkey. No, no, it's Subway. That's what the S in that Arby's turkey, stands for. That, you know, Mr. Healthy. Oh, that that salt fucking jackass uh, Jared. Jared. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, don't listen to him. Yeah, uh, a turkey sandwich from there. Just a plain old turkey sandwich with uh, cheddar cheese on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, six inch. Uh, 1,200 milligrams or something Jeez. like that. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> over half of what but he got have so thin. Yeah, that's because he's fucking dying like I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting thin too, did you notice? I stopped eating, I'm dying. All right, Mr. B. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this this and on that part. note, <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> this joke is this just you. He's just angry about it. This is this is just his uh, character on the show. Yeah, it's just, I'm making this up. It's an act. He's actually going to go and and have a salt Big sandwich right now. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Big pack of extra salt ramen. That's I'm right. going to go up to the Taco Bell and get a salterito. All right. <laughs> Close it. Salt Lupa. <laughs> Close it up for us then. Okay, now here's what you want to do. You want to go check with your doctor before you decide okay. how much ham you're going to have. Okay? <laughs> and then really follow his advice and eat the appropriate amount of ham according to your medical professional. Wow, that just has a ring to it, doesn't yeah, it? <laughs> a, I, that's not fitting on a t-shirt. That's just not. Moderately eat Oh, fucking ham. eat it up, dude. All right. Eat, eat it up. Eat. The only part that you're going to lose is the end part, and that shit sucks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.